This is the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Podcast series. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital. Five minutes after the hour is six o'clock. On this Tuesday, the 13th day of September. Good morning to you, wherever you are. Thank you so much for joining us. Power 102 Digital. This is a program called the Power Breakfast Show. Broadcast of his studios at 8890 Abercrombie Street in Port of Spain, Trinidad. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Four degrees at Piago International Airport, same at Crown Point in Tobago. Of course, on the Power Breakfast Show, you just heard from Paul. Yep, Paul Richard. Richard Ragabar is saying he'll be in. Wendell is off. Ruben is in there somewhere. Of course, my name is Steve Khan. We'll keep you company until 9 o'clock this morning. All right, it's when Sir Charles pops in. Let's see what the traffic situation is looking like this morning. It's busy. Let me tell you, it's busy this morning. Let me start down south and see what's happening. Uh, yeah, Golaconda Connector Road, that's a bit busy this morning from the highway. Uh, San Fernando Bypass passing through, heading to Cookie actually. You've got some traffic. Let's take a look again. Oh my goodness, from Forest Park. You're going to get traffic northbound towards Sugarcorner's uh, Main Road is already busy, passing through Calcutta to Chase Village, also busy. Uh, got some traffic from Santa Rosa to Omero by Rima Old Road is already busy. Golden Grove Road is busy. Of course, traffic is starting from Maloney, heading towards Yui, passing through by Nestle Tarangwa is a bit busy and volume heading in the port of space. All right? Italia. Traffic was heavy. Traffic was heavy. I lost an extra 10 minutes because of the traffic. I did. Let's do Hello's first thing on this Tuesday. Uh, let's see. Hmm. That's Monday. That's Monday. Here we go. Tuesday. My goodness, two days in a row. What up, the Ken E? Trev, Trev, and Arima. That's it, two days in a row. Finally, a bride, not a bridesmaid. First off the gate this morning, followed by Godzilla. And then Ray Ray came in at midnight. What? Midnight. Ray Ray out in West Palm Beach, Florida. Maria Marva, Renu Halazi from Delaware. DJ Ray. DX, good morning. Oliver Man Warren. I would like to wish my wife a happy 24th wedding anniversary. All right, all of us, you and your lovely bride, happy 24th wedding anniversary. Hope you're invited for the big 25 next year. Storming if we don't get an invite. DP, good morning. Peter Lockton in Charlotte, good morning. That's Peter and Judy. Ms. Maloney, Wagwan. Nice meeting you, Ms. Maloney, my doo-doo. She passed by the pet butler yesterday. I good seeing you, Ms. Maloney, once again. CCJK, good morning to you. You know, 
come in midnight again. All right. CJ from New York, good morning. All right. That's some folks telling us good morning. Let's say good morning again. Good morning, you Paul Richards. What's happening? What's happening? Good morning, Steve Cotton. Hey, hey. Good morning, Paul Richards. What's happening? Um, traffic is heavy. Took me double time to get in. It did. Well, it, was, wouldn't, it wouldn't be as bad as yesterday. So yesterday so morning bad. was... T- it won't be as bad as yesterday. I think good news this morning. So. Well, we don't know yet. Eh? We'll have to figure it out. Yesterday, it just, yesterday was absolutely horrendous. Getting, I knew someone that took four hours to get to Port of Spain yesterday. Yep. Four hours. That And then let's see. And then sit down and have a productive day and do it all over again in reverse. Nah, boy. Nah. Yesterday was pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Today, today won't be as bad. Hopefully, there are no accidents. So that accident close to the HL yesterday caused the backup. Yeah, it And from Shaguanas. So. It did. It did. I actually drove behind a chap here. And, folks, you got to do this every so often. He had no brake lights. No brake lights. So, I actually, when I pulled on his side, his window is down. I say, hey, pal, you have no brake lights. He said, oh, my God. Is that little switch behind the pedals there sometimes goes. So, folks, it's always good to check to see if you're... I'm seeing a lot of vehicles with no brake light or one brake light or just the middle brake light working. Always good to check to see what's, what's Which happening. is a charge. Which is a charge. It is. It is. So I do it every so often. Check the front. You know, in your reverse on your, and you have a glass in the back. You can always check. I do that. And... Um, and yeah, so he said no problem. It was a nice, a nice four by four. He had it very, very clean, unlike my vehicle, or, or should I say yours? Now let's go with mine. Mine worse than yours right now. Doesn't bother me. It bothers me. I like a clean car inside out. Inside out. We're I mean, just so busy. It's and a vehicle that's traveling in nature. I, get I give it some love, bro. I give it some love. Matters not to me. No. Okay. And you have a black vehicle. Not me and black vehicles. I had too many black vehicles. Not me and that again. But you learn that by force. Yeah. But the black vehicle is a very difficult thing to keep looking clean. Yeah. And if you have a black vehicle during winter time and you're driving in that salt, it's actually more difficult white. than a white vehicle, which is counterintuitive. But a black vehicle is actually more difficult to keep clean than a white vehicle. Yeah. Anyway, good morning, Trinidad and Tobago. Good morning. Good morning. You all are good this morning. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty good. Uh, how was your opening ceremony parliament yesterday? That's pretty good. Short and uh, uneventful. I mean, Her Excellency, the President, gave the, the ceremony address basically telling politicians, behave all your damn selves. Yeah, yeah, which they need. But and, you know what? They won't behave, and, and it will carry are, on. People are disappointed, and people are looking, and people are looking at you to pursue their interests and not your own, mm-hmm. and carry yourself with some level of decorum and decency. And mm-hmm. the walkouts and the putouts and the shouting matches are inappropriate and unwelcomed. And basically, behave all your damn self, yeah. and do, do the and do the people work. That's basically what the speech was. Do the people work and behave all yourself. 
Because right now it ain't happening. Yeah. You understand? So that's basically what I got from it. I hope a lot of parliamentarians uh, passed on Abercrombie Street and saw those crates, which are all over the place now. And created quite a little backup this morning. Crates? Yeah, and by uh, on Abercrombie Street that cover any potholes so people won't go into it. Or those? Yeah, yeah. Or the new, the new way to fix potholes, that's, but a crate. That's the, well, it is, well, there's a few ways to fix potholes. There's crates, there's barrels, there's tires. That's the top three that I can or see. Or you could burn tires. Uh, which they did yesterday in Labrae. Hope they don't do that again. Because traffic is already horrendous. I mean... So the, par the parliamentary session has... Third session has started. Uh, next on the agenda will be the budget on the 26th. Yeah. I do believe it is. 26th? Less than two weeks, 18 days the away. debate for three or so days. Yeah. And the budget committee Response. stage. And the... Senate budget debate, and then the Attorney General gave us quite a list of upcoming legislation, interesting new ones, novel new ones. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wonder, I shouldn't say what he told us, he told us in confidence. So uh, it's some interesting bills coming before the Parliament. Really? One in particular is going to be very um, groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. Yeah. Okay, tell when me, tell me what it is. Nobody listening. Just me when and you. Come, when Mitchell comes on our stage, so he could discuss it a bit. Oh, okay. All right, well, I think it's a secret at this stage. Because so they've been hinting at it for a while, so I could actually divulge it. Uh, lovely, lovely. And, uh, about, he told us about, about six different bills that are coming. I took a picture of it. Yeah, about six bills that are coming to the parliament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they are. Two were there before, mm -hmm. and they're returning. And one in particular is an eagerly awaited bill that will change the world of work in Trinidad and Tobago. I'll just put it like that. Change the world of work. Yep. For the better. I hope it's for the better, but don't let you said it. We'll change the world of work for the better. Hmm. And I'll leave it like that until Rakuba Saint joins us, which could be anytime between now and seven o'clock. No, no, no. Anytime between now and nine o'clock. No, he usually, let's be fair, he usually comes in before eight, seven o'clock. Usually. So. It's very, very rare for him to come in after seven o'clock. So it's very rare for him to come in before half past six. But he never, I have not seen him one or two occasions coming after seven. So generally, he would come in between six thirty and 6.45, right? So politicians have been told there's a desperate need for some assurance that things will get better. The president made a comment. She told uh, parliamentarians gathered together in both houses and senior members of judiciary and members of the diplomatic corps that the country, the populace, is looking for hope and that they have been elected or selected and appointed to mm -hmm. serve and not pursue their own interests and that the way they serve and carry themselves is also important so behave all your damn self stop walking out and putting out and carrying on dr raleigh is set to leave the country again 
the prime minister he's off to see his grandchild but he's mm -hmm. off to deal with the the banking sector issues in the region and then he's off to see his grandchild in new york you would remember his wife mrs rowley rowley mrs clark rowley was not at the independence day celebrations which she usually accompanies her husband to uh, and he said it's because she was in New York, her, their daughter had given birth to a child. Mm -hmm. And is a boy or girl? I don't know, you know, for sure, with, with surety, I don't know. They just said a grandchild. The news reports I saw just said a grandchild. Hmm. And uh, he will then fly to New York after dealing with these banking issues. Uh, he's going to, I think, Washington first. To oh, deal with the region, banking sector, then he fly to New York, or maybe the, the banking sector is, is going to be dealing with right here. I think it's right here, and then he flies to New York to see his grandchild. So, Doctor mm -hmm. Roddy's out of the country again soon, probably tomorrow or day after tomorrow. Oh, for okay. a couple of days. Clearly, he wanted to come back to. Uh, be present at the ceremonial opening of parliament because it, it was very easy for him to fly straight to New York. Think about it, you understand? From Europe, from London. So, full arm, you know, well, almost full turnout yesterday. There were some people missing. Lisa is telling me it's, it's his granddaughter. It's a, it's a girl, okay. A yeah. granddaughter. Right. Granddaughter. Thank you, Lisa. So congratulations to the Rowley clan. Yeah. And becoming a new member of the two day family. Right? Yeah. Uh Jamaica. Wagwan. 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 A security guard was stabbed at the Herbert Morrison Technical High School by a parent, by a parent. who wanted to go into the school compound in a pump pump shorts. And the parent was denied entry by the security guard. Damn right. And she pulled out a dagger and stabbed the security guard. <laughs> now, I'd like to hear about that child's record. Because if the parent could do that, you could imagine the training the child getting. If the mother, did this say it's a mother or father? They didn't say. Well, it's a pump from shorts. So it's more than likely a woman. More than likely a woman. Unless it's Richard. Yes, you know, she was wearing was two shorts. It's, it's the mother was wearing a pump from short. And the guard said, you can't come in here like that. Damn right. And she, her response was to pull out her dagger and stab the, the guard. Now, tell me. Did the guard die? No. Oh, goodness. Well... No, I find it should lock up your teen and show with you, Ah, uh, yeah, I agree with you that. I am sorry. I find it should lock you up for a, a considerable period. Not only because of the crime, and because of the message you sent. Now, sexy San Fernando wants to know where she had the space in the pum pum shorts for the dagger. You could put a dagger behind your back, under the t-shirt, if you if you have a, a, a top. Think about it. But the fact that you leave home with a dagger concealed tells me a lot also. Yeah, exactly. That you leave home to go and deal with your child in school. Mm-hmm. And you decide, you know what, let me carry a dagger. Yeah. It's like really? having a cutlass in your trunk. You know you're looking for trouble. 
fair leave home to go to the school to pick up your child or to deal with something in the school and you walk with a dagger I tell you never a dull moment no that's all you could say never a dull moment so I guess we didn't reach there yet here yet are we the never incident, the incident has been condemned by the Minister of Education and Youth, Fival Williams, as it should. Mm -hmm. Yesterday yeah, at the press conference in Trinidad, the Prime Minister was asked about the situation regarding what's new can follow the Augustine. All of a sudden, you changed to Augustine in Tobago. And he just chuckled and said, I guess he's not willing to comment on that, but mm -hmm. it must have him quite amused. I'm, I'm sure he is saying, well, that took long. My understanding is that um, there are so many people trying to resolve this issue in Tobago. Talking to both men separately and trying to get them together to, to come together at a meeting to resolve this. That issue is not, to me, very easily resolvable. Not necessarily because of the Father Augustine component, because of who I have seen Watson Duke present himself to be as a personality over the years. Watson Duke is very, very confrontational and very ego-driven. Oh gosh, yes. Very um, bravado-driven and very um, image-driven. So he is not the kind of person who is going to back down until and if Mr. Augustine submits or sub, um, subsumes, subsumes to him in some way. And therein lies the problem that Farley Augustine is the chief secretary of the Tobago House of Assembly, the top dog, the boss man. Mm -hmm. And whether you are the political leader of the PDP or not, which got Mr. Augustine into power in the assembly, you are subservient to him in that position. So you could revoke his appointment as a deputy chief at the political leader or not he's still the chief secretary of the tobago house of assembly exactly and you are subservient to him that's right and that is what i believe what's new cannot deal with so someone from tobago i said when you think about this issue now it's a serious issue because it's about accountability and from the accounts of the people in Tobago, no money has been given. And they end up in the back and out to me in part, in large part, because they were not prepared properly. Them end up in, in New York in confusion because whoever the organizers were, were or are, dropped the ball. Because they rushed them to Tobago and they had no damn money to support them. And hoping that because they ask for money, it's supposed to be given to them without checks and balances. Mm -hmm. That's what I get from the whole situation. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And, but the situation to me, I'm surprised it rose to the level where it's caused this conflict between what's new and Fanny Augustine, suggesting to me that what's new was just waiting for something to jump out. Yeah, he didn't get his facts straight and just jumped out. No, no, not even that. I don't know that he got his facts here. I, I think the matter is not to me of the magnitude to cause this kind of rift, given what's at stake between among the two men. 
And I think Duke was at the point where he was just waiting for anything to jump out. Because I would have imagined it would have, a conflict would have occurred because of some serious disagreement and some policy direction taken by the assembly and not a folk group going to New York to dance and to display culture on behalf of the island. So I think that the response by Duke is disproportionate to the issue and suggest that he was at the point where he want, he just wanted something to, wanted something to slam Fadi. Augustine. So the first thing come up, he say, you know what, let me start to deal with you because you're getting too big for your britches and I have to deal with you. And I have to, I have to um, bring it on to size, as they say, you understand? And put you in your place because you're getting too big for your britches. You might be the chief secretary of the assembly, but I am Watson Duke and I am the leader of the PDP that put yeah. you there. He said so in, in basically so many words that you were, you were nothing. And I trained you and groomed you to where you are today. So have some respect for me. That is what I get. But you know, probably walk into this, sir. You never hear, be careful you get into bed with, figuratively. Oh, yes. Good point. Very good point. Yeah, you might think it will work for you for the moment. Oh, yes. But be sure you know who you're getting politically into bed with. I'm using the word figuratively. You know, people like to misquote we. They love to misquote we. Especially my friend from New York. Was he happy at talking about this this morning, you know? Great is the... PDP! Thinking about that. They're all humans at the end of the day all humans the ministry of education has put out a circular indicating that there will be no change of textbooks i'm surprised that it's coming this late there'll be no change in textbooks urging uh, advising principles i should say that they are to, there is to be no change in textbooks and i think that's a good move a commendable move because them them principles like to change textbooks like they're going out of style and textbooks so the textbook you used last term all of a sudden no longer good and they have new textbooks because in many cases i'm not saying all they have friends who are publishers and it's all about a business so you have a you have two children going to a particular school mm -hmm. one i don't understand how in the same school system in the same country different principals using different textbooks for the same subject mm-hmm that they get in the same test in. That is one. I don't understand that at all. Because principals choose the textbooks. And two, if you have two children, one form apart, in secondary school, there's no guarantee that the textbook child A use in form five is the same textbook child B will use in form five next year, you know? which I find is absolute dotishness yeah. and all about selling school books for somebody. And let me tell you, school books are not cheap. Right? I watched Dina show me a bill. She bought three books, $560. Steve, I have bought a book of $1,200. A book. But that's tertiary level. 
Okay. Yeah, you're not, yeah. I'm, I'm just talking. And, and, and but these, secondary and primary school books are also expensive. Yeah, these three books are uh, 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 standard five books. Standard four, standard five, somewhere there. And I'm going, what? The Ministry of Education wishes to inform that in accordance with the circular memorandum issued to principals on Monday, there should be no changes to the list of textbooks issued academic year 2022-23, new academic year 2023-2024. That is, textbooks should neither be added nor should editions change at any class in the school book list for the academic year 2023-24. Mm -hmm. Right? The ministry, in collaboration with IGOFTT, is currently engaged in the procurement process for an ebook platform, which means um, digital books will be available on the platform so students may not even have to buy many of the books. The books will be available online for them to use, which is also a commendable move. Congratulations to the education ministry on that because it really it would help so many parents not having to buy new textbooks because I just do understand why the damn textbooks change every year. Yeah, boy. And why every school have a different list of textbooks for the same subject? It, it, I thought it was standardized. Unless the, the information in the textbook <clears throat> changes dramatically. And usually is a chapter changes some parts. But it's about making money. So every school have a different list of textbooks for the same subject. Almost every school. Mm -hmm. And the textbooks change too often. Good morning, Mr. Ragobasing. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Trinidad Tobago. Good morning, John listeners. You know, interestingly, as you're talking about textbooks, I one of my friends whose son is in Form 6 went to buy one of his textbooks, and the, te the textbook was $2,400. What did I just tell what? you, Steve? Yeah, I, I, I just going to say that. But what did I just tell you? What level? Steve, you're talking Richard? about five books cost $1,000. I said, I buy a book every year, cost $1,000, one, but that's a tertiary level book. But if what level of your school is it, Richard? What level of education? Form six. Yeah. Twenty four hundred dollars. Twenty four hundred dollars and she, one she, book. And she was she told me she 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 snapped a picture and sent it to me. And she said I'm nope. not buying that. She said she went and looked online. Online was a hundred and something US, hundred and forty six yeah. US. And what is irritating right. about it also is you can't even pass the book down to somebody else because they're changing the book next year. I was like, what? Hmm. I mean, there are some expensive books in law when you, you know, from a, a professional level, but. A tertiary level. Yeah, but at that, this level. That's what level books are expensive. So that, that is, has been the norm. But at primary and secondary level, really? No, man, that's crazy. It's ridiculous. No, Richard, you have it wrong. Katie just said it. It's greedy people. It's greedy. Well, well it ha but on some level, because if if online the book is 146 US, 160 US, I think 146, 160. How that, that becomes less than a thousand dollars. How that becomes 992. 2400 TT. 992. Because, because it's greedy people. Greedy people. So, well, obviously, that's the way you have to go. You have to buy it online. Yeah. Buy it online, yes. How much that book will cost? Here they come in. It's a book. So it will still be less than $2,400. I was telling Steve earlier, so I was waiting for you to join because I was talking to the AG yesterday. 
mm. asking what is coming. Mm. And I was so happy to hear him tell me that uh, a bill related to sexual harassment in the workplace is coming to the parliament this session. I'm oh. dead. Isn't that great? I'm dead. Yeah. Finally. Yeah, well, it's about time. Eh? I think that is going to be monumental. We are behind the curve where that is concerned. Mm -hmm. And I look forward with bated breath for it to be brought to the parliament to be made law. Yeah. It will protect some, primarily some, women, but also some men. I know some institutions have sexual harassment policies in place. Policies. Yeah, and disciplinary so action and processes for that. Yeah, but so that the it, law. You're harassed, what constitutes harassment? Mm -hmm. um, what harassment is in terms of words, actions, and stuff like that. I know, for example, where I am, we do have a policy and, and, and a reporting mechanism if you felt that you were harassed. Um, being harassed. So, but I know other institutions do have it too. Yeah. So, it, but it's something, but certainly it, it's always good to have the clear legal backing in terms of how the law, how the law is going to be phrased and how it says what constitutes sexual harassment and what the penalties are and how it's actionable, etc. Mm -hmm. So that was good news to hear yesterday. Yeah. You know, so I did five, six other bills, but I don't want to divulge obvious reasons we're talking to you yesterday paul you were i yeah. assume you attended yes it was quite i sent you a picture richard nice a lot of yeah. pomp and pageantry a little buff here and there and her extensive buff them and behave the damn self not in so many words but yeah i saw that populous, the populace is watching they had excerpts of her speech on um on news last night um, and of course, they are the prime minister and the leader of the opposition responding. I saw um, Basdeo Pandey with his daughter yesterday at the opening. And I mean, we stood up and chatted for a while. I said, Hey, Mr. Pandey, how are you going, Silver Fox? Here, I'm no longer the Silver Fox. I said, What? I said, We're here still for him. I'm, no, I'm the cleaner now. I'm coming to clean up this place. <laughs> So Mr. Paddy, what do you mean? Him, I'm coming to clean up all these pointing at several people whom I shall not name. <laughs> him, I'm now the cleaner. I'm no longer the fox, I'm the cleaner. You know, Mr. Pandy is such an enigmatic personality. I said it was so good to see him, you know, and have a chat with him. Yeah, you don't see much. Pictures of him recently. At least I was. Yeah, he was. He was look. He looked very good. He looked very, very good. And you know, he was there accompanied by his. Well, I don't know who accompanied who, but he was with his daughter Makila Pandey. So they were making the rounds and mingling with everyone. Quite an interesting gathering of people. I didn't stay too long at the reception. I don't like those receptions too much. It's too much pretense for me. Where was the reception held? Though? In the rotunda on the first floor. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I've not, not, not been to that parliament since it has been renovated and since. Really? No. As an officer of the courts? Yeah, not been there since. Yeah, so there's a, a basement like area in the rotunda, which is a, 
which is now housing an art gallery. And then there's a, a balcony-like area, which is where the reception was held, overlooking the rotunda. And then there's the next level, the third level, which is the parliament chambers level on the north side in the house and the southern side of the Senate and several offices in betwixt. So it was very nice reception. As I said, I, I didn't stay too long. There's too much people for me in one gathering. <laughs> Most without masks. Um. That was a clear sign that, and even in the, in the chamber while the ceremonial opening was going on, because the mask mandate has now been lifted in the parliament. You can wear a mask if you want, but you don't. it's not mandatory anymore. And, and if you are going to make a contribution that is long, or should I say not short, you have to go to the booth. But if it's short, you don't have to. Yeah, if it's like a one question, well, some people have long questions to it. But if it's a short, under a minute, you can stand at your desk. If not, you have to go to the booth. So when they interviewed the Prime Minister yesterday, at least on news after the... Um after the president's speech you know he, he basically he basically i'm paraphrasing but he's but he basically said something to the effect that you know as parliamentarians they're accustomed you know getting harsh words from the president um regarding their conduct and to be quite honest the parliament of trinidad and tobago is certainly not as bad as many others um in terms of how we carry on ourselves and um, a version of that Based on what I saw in the last session, is there room for many. improvement? Yes, in terms of you know stuff like that, but they could get quite contentious right here. They forget the electoral college. That's part of the parliament, huh? and that wasn't pretty at all, at all. So we'll see how this session goes. The last session was quite contentious for many different reasons. We'll see how this session goes. Earlier on, we spoke about the situation in Jamaica. I don't know if you heard about it. We a parent went to a school, the Herbert Morrison Technical High School, in a pom-pom shorts. She was denied entry, and she pulled out a dagger and stabbed the security guard. Oh, tell my goodness. I tell you. No, they should lock up her. I don't think so. They didn't say that the person died. The guard died, but I mean, gosh. Wow. Yeah. Good news on Jamaica. Jamaica has, I put it in the group yesterday, Jamaica yes, has recorded its best ever tourism year in history. $4.2 billion. Now, I don't know if it's US or Jamaican dollars, to be fair. But $4.2 billion, their best ever recorded summer, I should say, not even year, summer in the history of Jamaica. What does that tell you? How do you think we're doing? Well, from a this is coming out of a pandemic, eh? Coming out of a pandemic. And still in the end throes of a pandemic, Jamaica has recorded its best ever tourism year in history. What does that tell you? Well, there are, opp there are opportunities in anything once it's hand handled properly. Yeah, but Jamaica is obviously much more into tourism than Trinidad and Tobago is. <laughs> Clearly. Um, and they have a clear, there's a clear brand Jamaica in terms of how they sell Jamaica. 
very and clear. a clear optimization of that brand jamaica in terms of tourism yeah and of course they also use media in terms of enhancing jamaica's image um and and their cultural icons and sporting icons yeah on quite a few movies jamaica is the is the background was i think it was the background for no time to die and it doesn't those things don't happen like that you know people think they just happen like that it is the tourism and trade industries working assiduously to broker those deals yep so jim so the biggest ever the most successful summer for tourism ever in the history of jamaica coming out of a pandemic it just goes to show every situation has opportunities if approached correctly 4.2 4.2 billion dollars i don't know if it's us dollars or it sounds more like jamaican dollars to me but i mean good for them i'm looking for let me see i saw is it ruben put a video of a drive-by shooting in kenny village oh my god madness i just i just like shook my head a car pulled out the man hanging out of the door pulled out he i don't even know what kind of sophisticated weaponry that was and started spray bullets at the next car i don't know no? it was a strange video because initially i wasn't understanding it because one car was turning around and the car behind it was turning around then this car yeah. passed by and i was like that and but then you, but you saw the guy hanging out and then he had somebody standing up at the side who was seemed to be observing and so it was a little a little confusing so i don't know if the car that was the subject of the attack somebody was shot because the car actually rolled to a halt after a while and then the video stopped but you know i've heard nothing about that in the news and in the news this morning i saw that uh is that a 13 year old boy was killed a, th- a boy, a schoolboy, it's in the news day. Um, schoolboy among three killed by police. Mom clears boy's name. And the boy's name is Malik Paul, 17. The mother of a teenager who was among three people shot dead by police on Saturday. Speaking on Monday, Magilta Dujon said her son Malik Paul, 17, left home on Saturday to assist neighbors with yard work and was killed on his way home. Police reports indicate around 12.30 p.m. on September 10th, officers on an exercise in Coover attempted to get the driver of a silver-gray Isuzu D-Max van proceeding, proceeding along Esperance Road to stop. Police say they were shot at by the men and the, in the van and returned fire. When the shooting ended, ex-convict Philip the Boss Boudram, Gerard Torrington, and Paul were all shot and subsequently died. Now, what he was doing in that car with them too? Huh? she said her, he was her last child a form five student of the southern tuition center and was preparing to set his csec exams in january i don't know i really don't know what to say this is the second 17 year old in the last couple of months who, who has died at, at the end of a police bullet and i'm not saying the police wrong or right i don't know the, all the circumstances but 
it can be a correct situation situation in any country. Do you have newspapers, Mr. Regalbasing? No, I don't, you know, so we're gonna have to do it online. All right. So you will be tasked with the situation of coming up with a question in that case. Uh, I do have one actually. Which one do you have? The, no, I mean the poll. Okay, okay, very good. You mean the poll question? Yeah, I do have that. You know my mind. <laughs> it is Tuesday, the 13th of September. Let's go to the Express Online. PM's gas warning. The Prime Minister, Dr. Keith Rowley, says if Trinidad Tobago's natural gas prospect don't improve in the next few years, this will have far-reaching consequences for the country. Well, you know that. Heed your own advice. President Palmer Weeks should honor her own words rather than come to Parliament to boof. So it says opposition leader Kamala Prasad-Bissessa. Kicksing in the House, address delivered by President Palmer Weeks at the ceremonial opening, chastised parliamentarians to behave themselves. Karani shopkeeper gunned down. Man allegedly shot at accuser's face, uh, face, accused faces court. Two men beaten outside bar. Two families get landlocked. 25 families, sorry, get landlocked. Uh, let's go now to the Newsday online. Come Newsday. Right. Schoolboy among three killed by police. Mom clears, clear my boy's name. Five of seven families ready to make way for Tobago Airport. Atlantic LNG restructuring part of BP shell talks. Currently man murdered, two bodies identified. San Francisco Road, landslip under repair. Rowley, TT must secure energy future now. Judges blank from Parliament, opening because no space, but there were some judicial officers there. Prasad says of Parliament, no bishops tea party. Rowley, we cannot accept criminal rate and Duke knocks THU over unemployment as review pending. So Duke is going in hard and he's part of the assembly. <laughs> And we move now to the Guardian online for today. Uh, government to keep an eye on impasse between Duke and Fali. PM meetings with energy giants critical to ensure TNT's future. President's speech, nothing new for Rowley. Kamala takes offense. Pomp and pageantry return to parliament, opens with grand ceremony. PM expects hectic parliament session, unhappy with justice system. Union calls for resignation of PTSC chairman. And Fatima College mourns the death of students in Monus tragedy. Ministry of Education says no change in book list. So those are trending stories in your Express Newsday and Guardian for today, Tuesday, the 13th of September, 2022. All and right. morning, well, let me give you the results of our poll from yesterday. We'll give you the poll for this morning, but well, of course it'll be connecting to the open. Well, hold on, Rich. Hold on, Rich. I got to give what the... the president said. Yeah, I got to give the results from yesterday first. So let's do that. Let's close it off. I know. I was just indicating. Oh, okay. Uh, yesterday we asked you, do you think the Minister of Health would have received a different level of service than ordinary citizens from the hospital? That was our poll yesterday. Give the results right after this. The Diamond Jubilee Calypso Monarch. Our 60th independent celebrations continue with the Diamond Jubilee Calypso Monarch competition. Come out and see TNT's Calypso heavyweights vie for the grand prize of $200,000.
Gonzalez. Look out for the semifinals on September 17th at Naparima Bowl San Fernando. And the finals on September 25th at the Grandstand, Queens Park, Savannah. Who will take the crown of the Diamond Jubilee? Calypso Mordor. For more info, contact the Tuco Head Office at 623-9660 or follow us at Forging Flower TT on Facebook and Instagram. The Diamond Jubilee, Calypso Mordor. All righty. Once again, do you think the Minister of Health would have received a different level of service than ordinary citizens from the hospital or poll yesterday? It is now closed. Final results. A hundred percent sad? Yes. <laughs> All right. This morning's poll, Richard. Well, this morning's poll um, connects to what the President said about, um, about basically buffing parliamentarians from both sides. Um, the, uh, the government and the um, opposition with regard to conducting business better for the benefit of the people of Trinidad and Tobago. Mm -hmm. So our poll this morning, do you think that our parliamentarians are capable of working together for the good of the country as the president indicated in his speech? Um, what says you? Do you think that our parliamentarians are capable of working together for the good of the country as the president indicated in his speech what says you do you think they're capable of working together yes or no to do to talk to do to eight two five five six one two eight two five five of course north americans you can also weigh in eight six six five two five ten ninety nine and people on the web and the app you know what to do so two to two talk two to two eight two five five and eight six six five two five ten ninety nine for those of you in North America who can also vote toll free. Do you think that our parliamentarians are capable of working together for the good of the country, as suggested by the president in his speech? And basically, it was a both. It was. That they weren't working together. It was. And that they need to. What says you? Do you think they are capable of working together? That's our poll this morning. Thank you for calling, Paul. All right. Checking my lines here. Got some calls coming through. Grandy, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. No. All right. Thank you so much, Grandy. Good morning, caller. My answer is no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, Mr. Carapo, no, I don't think so. No to the poll. Ish out in Malik says no. Mogeen's out in Aruka. Oh, hell no to the poll. Beefy Smith, no. Too much division. GB in Trinity City, unfortunately, no. Renu Halasi says no. Kenny out in Harlem says no. Stretch. Um, no. This is not the UNC at all. No. All right. Thank you, Stretch. 222 Talk. And that's the only number that's working for our studios, just to let you know. I was checking that. And toll-free North Americans, 866-525-1099. Good morning, caller. Hi. Good morning, Sunny San Fernando. Um, no to the poll. No to the pool. All right. Thank you, Sonny. Yeah. Uh, Launch Park. No, they never did. They never will. 
Thank you, Lunch Park. Trev Trev and Arima says new. No. Thank you so much. Um, let's see. Uh, our poll this morning Do you think our parliamentarians are capable of working together for the good of the country? As the president indicated in her speech. Um, so do you think they're capable of working together for the good of the country? That's our poll this morning. Parliament opened yesterday. What do you think? Are they capable of working together for the good of the country? Yes or no? Good morning. Morning, honey. Morning. <laughs> morning, Mrs. R. Mr. R, good morning, my darling. Uh, my answer is no. Morning, Steve. Morning. Mm, it's all waking up early just to hear all you. Mm-hmm. All right, go back okay. to bed now. Yeah, bye. Uh-huh. Good morning, caller. Good morning, gentlemen. Capable shouldn't be there. Do you think they should? Yes or no, San Fernando? They are adults. They, they could, but the, the movie capable from them, that question, man, but should. Okay, so I'm not even going to worry. Good morning. Good morning. Um, first of all, Sonny San Fernando, he doesn't know your voice today. You don't introduce yourself every day, but he answered them a poll is no. All right. Thank you. Sleepiest person in the world? Good morning, gentlemen. No. Gotcha. Um, Long Island says, yes, they are, but would they? My answer is no. Inskip says no. Lisa Salandi says no. Mr. Beep. Definitely no to the pool. Have a good one. You too, Mr. Beeps. Eve out in Sugar Gorners. Uh, wish that they could, but unfortunately, no. My doodoo, Ms. Maloney, says no. Lorna, morning, guys. No to the pool. CJ out in New York says no. Right, CJ out in New York. All right, let's grab this call. Good morning. Hello. Yeah. Good morning. Morning, morning. Um, my answer will be yes because they they are doing it, but not all the time because bills are passed. Right. You said yes. All right. Thank you. Uh, Chris M. Good morning, guys. Sadly, that's how he said it. Sad, delay, delay. No, that ain't gonna happen. Thank you, Chris M. All right. Thank you so much. Once again, do you think our parliamentarians are capable of working together for the good of the country, as suggested in the president's speech? Yes or no? Good morning. Morning. Kudapir. No. All right, Kudapir. Wow. Online so far, 100% said no. A lot of votes there already. That's online on our mobile app and on our website, right? 100% say no. I'm not surprised. All right, so 222 talk. 
and toll-free North Americans, 866-525-1099. Yeah, Paula. Morning, Paula. No. Thank you so much. All right. Do you think that our parliamentarians are capable of working together for the good of the country as suggested in the president's speech? Yes or no? What says you? Mm -hmm. Do you think they're capable of working together? Yes or no? 222 talk, 222-8255, and North Americans 866-525-1099. And, of course, you can send your votes via the web or the app by using the messaging portal there and saying yay or mm -hmm. nay, um, as people are doing. What says you? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, Piggy Ray is in the house. Good morning, Piggy Ray. Not at all. Rena Boodoo Jennings. Sadly, no. Ray Ray, out in West Palm Beach. Florida, no to the poll. Um, Matura says no to the poll. What says you? Oh, great one on the phone. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hi, Steve. Morning, Carol here. Carol here. Morning, Carol here. <laughs> you didn't read my... Um, I did. My, I did. You did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't hear you. Oh. All right, yeah, I think that's it. You said right, no. Well. Too much hatred for Dr. Rowley and the PNM, you said. That's right. Yes. Okay, bye. All righty. No, I didn't hear you read that one. Steve. Really? Okay. So Carol is right. You didn't read it. I could swear I did. And she came in right after Stretch and Trevor. All right, let's get those votes on our mobile app and on our website. At Paul12FM.com. Do you think our parliamentarians could come together? Are they capable of working together? There's a Sesame Street song about that. Maybe I should find it. Let's see. That's our poll, as suggested by the Prime Minister. And let's see. President. Oh, yeah. President, sorry. President. Oh, there is a song. There's a song by one of Paul's favorite artists. All right, 222-TALK, six, no, 612-TALK is not working. So 222-8255, North America, 866-525-1099. That's our number. And of course, you can also send your votes by the messaging portal on the web or the app by simply typing in yes or no, and it will be recorded. Yeah. All right. Let's get those votes in. Let's get those votes in. Yeah, yes. Come together. That, that's me in the background if it's wondering how it's sounding that way. Hi, Evie. Sorry. I know I was supposed to give you this. There you go. All right. Um, let me just check to see if I have any more votes online before I throw it across to AV. I got Oliver Man Warren celebrating his 24th anniversary today. Wedding anniversary. Happy anniversary. 
says yes. All right. Thank you, Oliver. All right. Let's get into uh, 7 o'clock major news. Of course, Evie is in. Thank you for choosing Power Water 2 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.